ಫುಲ್ಟಿಕ್ to serve and like again we will be associating, associating with the devotees and usually but i seen in some cases but uh, some some cases like some who serve full time for long time also they sometimes usually the enthusiasm is increased and the he should uh, uh, means he should be developing taste to serve but uh, why it happens other other way prabhu so that's why my question sometimes the taste decreases or taste to serve the duties and Uh, the service service decreases why it happens to what is the, what could be the reasons so it could be that you know person may not be <clears throat> doing the sadhana properly hmm? especially if he doesn't do the morning program very seriously then also his enthusiasm will slacken no yes sir hmm. especially if he doesn't wake up in the morning mangalarti and you know uh attend the full program and then you can see that he's you know becomes a little bit uh, complacent hmm so yes. that's where you have the uh, stronger devotees to help out you know you understand yes bro is right uh so sometimes they come and then they very enthusiastic initially they will do all the things and then as they go by they become they compromise you know little bit little bit little bit eventually you see that they have maybe they will not go for the full program they will do two times a week or three times a week and like that they cut down and you know try to become more i would say enjoying the material facilities hmm? increasing their eating sleeping mating defending then then actually the anarthas will creep in again yes hmm hello yes sir the very nice prabhu yes that's hmm? right very nice hmm this why the bodies must be very alert no they must be always be careful not to get maya to come in especially if you have dedicated your life you know then there may be times where you don't have much to do or you or new you don't have a proper service you know then you start thinking that maybe i should go and work outside or something you know you understand yes sir right hmm but if you are engaged full on then there's no question of my so much to do always busy hmm helping out pushing yes that's why the devotee they must 
be very careful if the enthusiasm goes down no utsaha nishaya darya tat tat karma pravartana you know so to keep enthusiasm always then we have to become very uh, serious in our regulatory principles our sadhana hmm? yes yes sir for householder this is the biggest challenge you know yes especially with children hmm? yes yes sir correct yes one day everything is okay one day everything goes upside down hmm? correct Hmm? Yes. Yes. What do you say? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Tell me your realization. Yes. Uh, yes. I can see. I can see that that's the realization, bro. But uh, yeah, if we attend the full morning program and if our sadhana is right, bro. So actually, we can feel that uh, our mind doesn't go anywhere else. Uh, I, that's my realization, bro. After joining full time and. uh serving the dts also directly so i can see that uh, it is actually i can see that's a, i can feel a lot of difference while i was alone in the city separate from the temple and after join the temple i can see the difference mm. that's why in the temple together we help you no know? everyone is helping each other no yes prabhu and when you got service to do you cannot sleep what correct <laughs> yes. isn't it yes sir that's why deity worship is so important yeah so the bodies you know they go wake up they do their deity program you can see how much strength they getting day by day correct yes sir hmm is it not absolutely yes. Yes. Mm. That's why Prabhupada explained that we should, uh, you know, we should all have to stay near the temple. You know, that's what Prabhupada wanted. No, Prabhupada wanted everybody to stay near the temple so they can attend the program. No, correct? Yes, Prabhu. Now you are feeling it because you are now staying near the temple and. you can see that how you getting strength compared to you staying alone no yes prabhu correct yes yes fight so uh, acharyas you know they are, they know no how to fight maya you know correct hmm If you don't follow, then you'll be very difficult to make it once. Yes, correct. Bro. Yes, true. So that's why now you should teach all the others how much you know you can make progress by going to the temple, staying with the devotees. Hmm? Correct. Yes, true. But just a follow-up question, Prabhu, on this one. so 
yeah uh, staying in a temple as a full time is uh, very nice but another thing is that you uh, associate directly with the devotees sometimes uh, if you are uh, very newly and out of all sipo you sometimes create offenses to the devotees of that he also that so in that case also it uh, the our devotional service our uh, our will decrease right to or our attachment to the service also will decrease oh there's no in the morning you you all bowing down yes to the devotees no correct yes prabhu yes prabhu you paying obeisances is it not yes so that way you always you know protected no because you humbling down no mm yes correct so you want to read this especially for the householder devotees the path of duty worship is strongly recommended as far as possible every householder by the direction of the spiritual master must install the duty of vishnu forms like radha krishna lakshmi narayana or sita rama especially or any other form of the lord like narsimha varaha gauranitai matsya kurma salagrama sila and many other forms of vishnu like trivikrama kesava achyuta vasudeva narayana and damodara as they are recommended in the vaishnava tantras or puranas and one should worship the deity with one's family following the directions and regulations of arjuna vidhi any member of the family who is above 12 years of age should be initiated by a bona fide spiritual master and all the members of the household should be engaged in the daily service of the lord beginning from morning 4 am till night 10 pm by performing mangalarti nirajana archana puja kirtana sringara bhoga vaikalik sandhya arti patha bhoga at night sayana arti engagement in such worship of the deity under the direction of a bona fide spiritual master will greatly help the householders to purify their very existence and make rapid progress in spiritual knowledge simple theoretical book knowledge is not sufficient for a neophyte devotee book knowledge is theoretical whereas the archana process is practical spiritual knowledge must be developed by a combination of theoretical and practical knowledge and that is the guaranteed way for attainment of spiritual perfection the training of devotional service yes sir the training of devotional service for a neophyte devotee completely depends on the expert spiritual master who knows how to lead his disciple to make gradual progress on the path back home back to godhead one should become a pseudo spiritual master as a master of business to meet one's family expenditures one must be an expert spiritual master to deliver the disciple from the clutches of impending death sila viswanath chakravarti thakura has defined the bona fides qualities of a spiritual master and one of the verses in the description reads ಶ್ರೀವಿಗ್ರಹಾರಧನಿತ್ಯನಾಸಿಂಗಾರಧನಿತ್ಯನಾಸಿಂಗಾರಧನಿತ್ಯನಾಸಿಂಗಾರಧ
can save the common man from the hellish cinema attractions and rubbish sex songs broadcast everywhere by radios if one is unable to maintain a temple at home he should go to another temple where all the above performances are regularly executed visiting the temple of a devotee and looking at the profusely decorated forms of the lord well dressed in a well decorated sanctified temple naturally infuse the mundane mind with spiritual inspiration people should visit holy places like vrindavana where such temples and worship of the deity are specifically maintained formerly all rich men like kings and rich merchants constructed such temples under the direction of expert devotees of the lord like the six goswamis and it is the duty of the common man to take advantage of these temples and festivals observed in the holy places of pilgrimage by following in the footsteps of great devotee anuraja one should not visit all these sanctified pilgrimage places and temples with sight seeing in mind but one must go to such temples and sanctified places immortalized by the transcendental pastimes of the lord and be guided by proper men who know that science this is called anuvraja anu means to follow it is therefore best to follow the instruction of the bona fide spiritual master even in visiting temples and the holy places of pilgrimage one who does not move in that way is as good as standing tree condemned by the lord not to move the moving tendency of the lost him no hello okay hello true hari krishna prabhu ah okay. okay please continue reading one who does not move in that way is as good as as a standing tree condemned by the lord not to move the moving tendency of the human being is misused by visiting places for sightseeing the best purpose of such traveling tendencies could be fulfilled by visiting the holy places established by great acharyas and thereby not being misled by the atheistic propaganda of money making men who have no knowledge of spiritual matters so you can see how proper is guiding no because the real thing is that you know the one should uh, do deity worship no yes right so what proper say here no recommended the householders you know do deity worship you know mm. strongly recommended is here hmm yes so if you want to get this enthusiasm the deity worship is very important you know hmm At the same time you know associating with the body is the five things that we have to do every day every day no correct yes sir that is worshiping the lord no reading hearing the bhagavatam chanting hare krishna hmm? yes yes sir this five things and staying in the holy place they very important because if you do that then you get purified no and that's what our morning program comprises of no right yes sir right one should associate with the bodies 
one should associate with devotees, chant the holy name of the Lord, hear the Srimad Bhagavatam, reside at Mathura and worship the deity with faith and veneration. These five limbs of devotional service are best of all. Even a slight performance of these five awakens love for Krishna. See this point. That's why our morning program has got this uh, worshipping the Lord, correct? Chanting Hare Krishna. Hmm? You sit down and do Jabba. Then we hear the Bhagavadam. Yes? Yes, Prabhu. Hmm? Correct. And of course, the temple is considered as Vaikuntha. Hmm? So when we do these five things, associated with the devotees, then our spiritual life is said, even a slight performance of this, immediately our love for Krishna is awakened. So love for Krishna means that we get always enthusiasm, you know? Yes. Correct? So if you are finding yourself weakening in this, that means there is something not done properly, no? Yes, sir. Yes, right. Yeah. Correct. Usually in my experiences, because the person don't come for the morning program, you know? Yes. Then you can it's... see it gets into a lot of problems. So all, all these five things are covered in the morning program. You can see Correct. <clears throat> So that's why Prabhupada has given now all the morning program, correct? Hmm? <clears throat> we are associating devotees, we are chanting Hare Krishna together, we are having Srimad Bhagavatam class, <clears throat> we are in the temple, and we are worshipping Krishna. Yes? Yes. So if you do this, then sincerely, then there is no question of Getting into my, of course, you must always take Krishna Prasadam. You eat anything and everything, then that's another problem, no? Mm. Correct? Yes or no? Yes, bro. And then you, you know, even it says in the Prabhupada, you have many times quoted this verse, no? And that one we failed to do this morning program, huh? Eh? Anyone want to read this? From this, we can understand how we have to be very cautious in executing our spiritual duties by observing the rules and regulations and regularly chanting the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. If we neglect doing this, we will eventually fall down. We must rise early in the morning, bath, attend Mangalarti, worship the deities, chant the Hare Krishna mantra, study the Vedic literatures, and follow all the rules prescribed by the Acharyas and the spiritual master. If we deviate from this process, we may fall down, even though we may be very highly advanced. Okay. Yes, also, all this are inside the five things that we discussed, no? Yes, Prabhu. So when you don't do this, then you become weak, no? Then gradually material desires will come into the heart, no? Mm. Yes? Yes, sir. Then fall down is inevitable. So as devotees, we should be always be alert. 
you know. Yes. Hello. Yes, Prabhu. It's clear, Prabhu. Clear. Everything clear. Any other questions? Nobody have questions, huh? So therefore, spiritual life is like walking on a razor's edge, you know. We make one sleep and we'll fall down, you know. Correct? Yes? Hmm. And of course, we should also preach, you know. Preaching is very important. Whatever we have realized, we should try to explain that, you know. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also said, no, Yaredeka Tareka Krishna Upadesh, correct? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's instruction is that you first learn this and then you preach. Yes? Hmm? Is it now? Hello? Yes, Prabhu. Nobody is uh, saying anything. Huh? Are they there? <laughs> 28 people are here. But I see only you talking. Huh? Nobody else is talking. What, we have offended everybody or something? Huh? Everybody is very angry or something. What happened? Nobody is responding. <laughs> Hare Krishna Prabhu, may I read? Yeah, I've already read already. We were coming to read again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying if there anybody got anything else, nobody is saying nothing. <laughs> Questions or topics, please. I don't know. Guru, question. Oh. Shall I ask? A, I mean, I have a question to ask. Yeah, please. <laughs> All week I'm actually, here. Prabhu, uh, actually, Prabhu, um, there are many situations where I see people blaspheming devotees. Oh. Now, the thing is, I'm not able to handle it. I mean, the, the problem is I am really angry because other devotees are offended. Mm. And at certain times, uh, when I approach uh, seniors as to how shall I give a befitting reply to them, mm. my seniors tell me you can just ignore them and move on. You know, block them, report them, ignore them and move on. Mm. Now, Prabhu, I am not able to understand because, uh, you know, uh, how do I sh direct my anger against those offenders in a proper way? Because... Uh, I mean, it's apparently a contradiction for me because I cannot ignore that. Neither can I like properly, you know, channel, like properly give a befitting reply. So how mm -hmm. should I handle this? 
Oh, it is explained here in the CC. I think many times we have shown that uh, when blasphemy is happening, <clears throat> this is what we are supposed to do. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu speaking to Ramoga, you know. Ramoga was offending the Lord. Uh, Sarum Bhattacharya, <coughs> son-in-law, you know. So, so when he invited him to come to the house to eat, so he was kind of a keeping, you know, he was sitting and keeping a stick in the hand, you know, because, you know, his son-in-law will come and then he will bless him, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, mm. you know, that way, uh, you know, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will get offended. So, what to do? So then, he somehow or other, he came inside and he saw and then he, Bhattacharya ran after him with the stick, you know. Mm. This way, you can see here how to deal with the blasphemy of the bodies. So these are the ways to deal with it. You want to read this? Yes, shall I read it, Prabhu? Yeah. Prabhu. Hari Bhakti Vilas cites the following quotation from the Skanda Puran concerning the blaspheming of a Vaishnava. Yohi Bhagavatam Lokam. Okay. In a conversation between Markandeya and Bhagiratha, it is said, my dear king, one who derides an exalted devotee loses the result of his pious activities, his opulence, his reputation, and his sons. Vaishnavas are all great souls. Whoever blasphemes them falls down to the hell known as Maharaurava, accompanied by his forefathers. Whoever kills or blasphemes a Vaishnava and whoever is envious of a Vaishnava or angry with him, or whoever does not offer him obeisances or feel joy upon seeing him, certainly falls into a hellish condition. Also, the Hari Bhakti Vilas gives the following quotation from Dwaraka Mahatma. In a conversation between Prahlad Maharaj and Bali Maharaj, it is said, those sinful people who blaspheme Vaishnavas, who are all great souls, are subjected very severely to the punishment offered by Yamraj. In the Vedic literature, we find the following statements concerning the blasphemy of Lord Vishnu and his devotees. Those who criticize Lord Vishnu and his devotees lose all the benefits accrued in a hundred pious births. Such persons rot in the Kumbhi Paka hell and are bitten by worms as long as the sun and moon exist. One should therefore not even see the face of persons who blaspheme Lord Vishnu and his devotees. Never try to associate with such persons. We can in see here, yeah? one should not even see his face, or, you know, and never try to associate with such persons. Hmm? 
if one does not immediately leave upon hearing the lord or the lord's devotee blasphemed he falls down from devotional service similarly lord shiva's wife sati states in shrimad bhagavatam if one hears an irresponsible person blaspheme the master and controller of religion he should block his ears and go away if unable to punish him but if one is unable to but if one is able to kill then one should by force cut out the blasphemer's tongue and kill the offender and after that he should give up his own life this is how the to deal no you cannot then you just block your ears and go away hmm? Mm. You understand? Yes, But if you can, then of course you can always try to counter argument. You know, just like now, I think saw very recently that uh, Nimai Prabhu has made one video against somebody who was speaking bad about me and the ice cream. No. Yes, Prabhu. Mm. So he dealt with him, you know, very sternly. So yes, preaching and explaining all the points. Hmm? Yes, Prabhu. So we have a problem with some people who are always trying to smear our, you know, blaspheme our myself particularly. Correct. Mm. Yes, Prabhu. So the Facebook. Uh, I, I mean, when I said Vaishnavas, I, I almost specifically noted to you. So the what to do? No. you may try to report they may block the person but then they will use another name and come back again mm, yes prabhu yes so what to do this why we have recently started this uh, my realization and all the devotees are writing their their realizations right yes prabhu have you seen that column yes prabhu yes prabhu the more and more i read those uh, my faith actually is increasing because so many devotees are giving a testimony of the fact that mm. uh, you know they are, they have personally realized uh, you know we being with uh, such a such a senior devotee because i have never uh, have had your personal association so in fact reading those gives me an uh, assurance that's one thing but another thing also that by writing all this realization it nullifies the whoever is writing the same garbage all the time no mm, absolutely yes so that's why we are asking all devotees to participate in that so that the more and more they write their realization we are not asking them to make up stories but whatever they have realized hmm? especially those devotees yes. who have interacted with me you know hmm Mm. so yes. you can always say something so that is going to like you say you are looking forward to reading that column no absolutely mm. so everyone is explaining telling their experience so this is how all of you also as you say you know your enthusiasm increases and you also have more faith you know so this will yes. counteract this negative thing that is coming if so many people are saying so many good things how can this one person who is you know regurgitating the same thing over and over again no mm. correct spewing poison mm. people who are new may be astounded but i think 
those who are serious devotees they will still not be eventually not bothered no especially after so nimanita prabhu was very very angry very very like angry like he was almost red in his face when he was making that video hmm. and the other video in the past when prabhu had made against uh, this bhakta david uh, Mm. both these videos prabhu was really angry because so that that's how it, it that's how i actually get a feeling no that's that's how i see that's where i see my role model how to be angry against those who offend vaishnavas yeah because anuman was very angry you know with ravana yes. so one should exhibit his anger on the non devotees hmm? yes prabhu nitananda prabhu was offended chaitanya mahaprabhu went to kill him jagayan madai mm. hmm? yes prabhu so prabhupad said when the devotees are blaspheme one should definitely stand out and speak out you know and try to nullify the offender mm. that's our duty actually can i sit quiet and you know oh, it's okay you know it's not my problem anyway if you think like that then we also will be implicated implicated Yes. Yes, Prabhu. Yes, Prabhu. Hmm. So we should be careful. Hmm. You understand? Yes, Prabhu. Yes. Say she or no? This now we read. Yeah. If one does not immediately leave upon hearing the Lord or the Lord's devotee blasphemed. He falls down from devotional service. Right. I sometimes see that some of the devotees have got their friend thing inside this person's list. You know. What is it? Probably? Maybe they don't know. You know that this person is a friend in their friend list in the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yes. or they this person may have friend request and then you give the friend request not knowing who it is and then the person enters into all your friends and that way the news goes to everybody you know understand mm. because they don't know no how the facebook works they thought everybody is friending 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 everybody and this is what happens you know <laughs> you yes. follow yes So they should be taught, no, how to block a person. If they block the person, they should also block their entry to all their friend circle. You know. Yes, probably. You understand? Yes. So anyway, for now, what to do? I think the best thing we can do is at least, you know, if everyone can write their realization, that will be a big help. Absolutely. Hmm. Yes, bro. What to do? Facebook is thriving on this kind of a blasphemy, you know. <laughs> Correct. All yes, Prabhu. Keyboard warriors. Hmm. So what can we do? Of course, you have good intentions, but the world is such that only blasphemers will survive, no? Hmm. correct <laughs> yes prabhu aliyuga <laughs> no i had shared yeah i had shared uh, nimanita prabhu's video on bhakti vikas swami 
on Facebook. Mm. And there were, uh, in fact, two, three comments upon, <laughs> uh, you know, blaspheming you. So I immediately just deleted those comments, at least from my view, I deleted those comments and I reported those comments also. That, uh, you know, he's giving false he's, he's writing about Ritwik. What has that got to do with me? Exactly. No, Prabhu. The point <laughs> is somehow they want to twist and they want to, they deliberately want to get it to your point. Because anything we mention about ISKM, they just want to mention, you know, he no. did this, you know, he's doing that. They did this in the past. And then it's all I, false I, claims. I, I, I never did all those things. They're just <laughs> accusing me. Exactly, yeah. bro. Like I, I have, I have also heard from other devotees. You know, they, uh, it, it's it's very clear to me actually. But I don't know why. Intentionally, they want to drag ISKM down, or uh, I don't know why. Simply digging their no own. No problem. Grave. I mean, I accept all these things. I am a rascal. I accept it. I mean, anyway, I am a rascal. So you are not rascal. You are saying, why don't you preach? <laughs> Again, uh, you know, if I type out some, if I type out a proper reply, and then again, there will be another one. And then again, you know, they will not understand and they will go further and further. So actually, I tried to uh, give a, a proper reply to one person. And then I approached a senior devotee. I approached Nimai Prabhu how to answer this particular thing in this way. Prabhu just told me to, you know, block him and ignore. In fact, uh, other senior devotees have mentioned to me the same thing. Because there's no point in speaking to them. They will not understand. They don't want to understand. They mm. deliberately don't want to understand. They just want to keep on spreading this poison. Mm. They like that, no? What to do? <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm giving them some work to do, you know. <laughs> yeah? They're just digging their own graves. I'm feeling really sad by seeing all that. You know, one sign is good for me because when someone is uh, innocent and you blaspheme them, all your piety goes to the person, no? <laughs> so whatever they are doing, all right, they are assets coming to me. I have at least some... <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's a very different way of looking at it, Prabhu. Really, I yeah. I, I admire that a lot. <laughs> Let them say, you know, what to do. Correct. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> uh, Krishna Prabhuji, Prabhuji, hmm. where is that verse that uh, if anyone blasphemes, a piety goes to comes to us? Uh, I think Prabhupada said that. I have to look up and find for you. You know. If you okay, choose a person wrongly, then your asset goes to him, no? Okay. And then you got to be careful <laughs> when you try to, try to, you know, blaspheme people, you know? You understand? It's so nice, Prabhuji, then everybody do the same, so we will be getting so many. I will well, whatever they do. <laughs> no problem for me. You say anything you like. I'm going on with my work. I've been doing this for the past almost 47 years. <laughs> In fact, we are growing more and more. Undoubtedly. Uh, what they can do, you know, this Prabhupada always say the dogs will bark, the caravan will pass, no? They just have to become very, I would say, you see this verse, this is what the verse says, you know, here. This is how we should look at it. 
Ah, this is the verse you should try. Hmm? You can read. Should I read for you? Yes. When a person realizes you, he no longer cares about his good and bad fortune arising from past pious and sinful acts. Since it is you alone who control this good and bad fortune, such a realized devotee also disregards what ordinary living beings say about him. Every day he fills his ears with your glories, which are recited in each age by the unbroken succession of Manu's descendants, and thus you become his ultimate salvation. Yes. Yes, Prabhuji. We got so much work to do. We just preach, you know. And there's so many wonderful devotees. Why worry about this few? Actually, they are very few. No? Hmm? Correct? Yes, Prabhuji. Yeah. But they spend most of their time <laughs> by making a wider outreach. <laughs> Oh, what they can accomplish, you think they're going to have a huge following and people are all going to leave us and go there? I don't think so. You know? No, no, that is not going to happen. Correct. Mm. Yes. So we go on with our work, you know, we try to expand more and more. Of course, new people will be disturbed hearing for the first time. After some time, they become callers to the whole thing, no? Because you cannot go and shut their mouth, that's not possible. If you take legal action, they will call the person, they will close him, tell him not to do and this and that. Then he will start again with another name. How are you going to stop? Again, take another legal action. How long you want to carry on this thing? Correct? So let us wait for Krishna to take its own, you know, to give the reaction. As we read this now, person who does something like this, they definitely not in the good books of Krishna. Correct? Yes, Prabhu. So, deuce will definitely come, just like the story of the devotee blaspheming Haridas Thakur, you know? Do you know the story? Hmm? Ramchandra Khan, Prabhu? Not Ramchandra Khan. It is uh, Haridas Thakur, you know, that Brahmin. Uh, he was speaking against Haridas Thakur. And then Haridas Thakur tried to talk to him. He didn't listen. And he was saying, whoever speaks the wrong thing, his nose will fall down, you know. And next three days' time, this person got leprosy. And his whole nose, he had a very nice-looking nose. His nose kind of uh, became diseased, no? You understand, no? So yes, therefore, you cannot try to bless him, you know, it doesn't, doesn't help you. So try to understand, these are all things uh, there in the scriptures. You may not act on you now, but you will come and catch up with you. Correct? Yes, Prabhu. Mm. You try to know how dangerous it is to blaspheme devotees. <clears throat> the moment you blaspheme devotees, then your spiritual, what do you say, uh, progress is checked. <clears throat> and immediately material desires will manifest in the heart, no? Hmm? Right? 
So therefore, we should have to be very careful, you know. So here, this is, this is the story here, you can see. You can read here. One nine zero. Not my dear. <coughs> so you can read this one. At the house of Hiranya and Govardhana, Maju Madara, a person named Gopala Chakravarti, was officially the chief tax collector. This Gopala Chakravarti lived in Bengal. His duty as chief tax collector was to collect 1,200,000 coins to deposit in the treasury of the emperor. He had handsome bodily features and he was learned and youthful, but he could not tolerate the statement that simply by glimpsing the awakening of the Lord's holy name, one can attain liberation. Vaishnavas strictly follow the directions of the Shastras regarding how one can be liberated simply by a slight awakening of pure chanting of the holy name. Mayavadis cannot tolerate the statements of the Shastras about how easily liberation can be achieved. For, as stated in the Bhagavad Gita 12.5, impersonalists must work hard for many, many births and only then will they perhaps be liberated. Vaishnavas know that simply by chanting the holy name of the Lord offenselessly, one achieves liberation as a byproduct. Thus, there is no need to endeavor separately for liberation. Srila Bilva Mangala Thakur has said, Mukti Swayam Mukuliti Mukuli Tanjali Sevate Smanaha. Liberation stands at one's door, ready to render any kind of service if one is a pure devotee with unflinching faith and reverence. This the Mayavadis cannot tolerate. Therefore, the Arinda Pradhana, chief tax collector, although very learned, handsome, and youthful, could not tolerate the statements of Haridasa Takura. This young man, Gopala Chakravarti, became very angry upon hearing the statements of Haridas Thakura. He immediately criticized him. O assembly of learned scholars, he said, just hear the conclusion of the emotional devotee. After many millions upon millions of birth, births, when one is complete in absolute knowledge, one still may not attain liberation. Yet this man says that one may attain it simply by the awakening of a glimpse of the holy name. Haridasa Thakura said, Why are you doubtful? The revealed scriptures say that one can attain liberation simply by a glimpse of offenseless chanting of the holy name. For a devotee who enjoys the transcendental bliss of devotional service, Liberation is most insignificant. 
Therefore, pure devotees never desire to achieve liberation. My dear Lord, O Master of the Universe, since I have directly seen you, my transcendental bliss has taken the shape of a great ocean. Being situated in that ocean, I now realize all other so-called happiness, including even Brahma, Brahmananda, Brahmananda hmm. to be like the water contained in the hoof print of a calf. Gopala Chakravarti said, if one is not liberated by Nama Bhasa, then you may be certain that I shall cut off your nose. So this is the challenge he is making, you know. See how he is talking offensively to Haridas Thakur. Then Haridas Thakura accepted the challenge offered by Gopala Chakravarti. If by Nama Bhasa liberation is not available, he said, certainly I shall cut off my nose. All the members of the assembly who had heard, heard the challenge were greatly agitated and they got up, making a tumultuous sound. Hiranya and Govardhanam, Majumadara, both immediately chastised the Brahmana tax collector. The priest named Balarama Acharya also chastised Gopala Chakravarti. You are a foolish logician, he said. What do you know about the devotional service of the Lord? The philosophy enunciated by the Mayavadis is called Ghatapatiya, pot and earth philosophy. According to this philosophy, everything is one. Such philosophers are no, see no distinction between a pot made of earth and the earth itself. Reasoning that anything made of earth such as different pots is also the same earth. Since Gopala Chakravarti was a Ghatapatiya, logician, a gross materialist, what could he understand about the transcendental devotional service of the Lord? You should, you have insulted Haridasa Thakura. Thus, there will be a dangerous position for you. You should not expect anything auspicious. This is the thing, no? When you blaspheme a great devotee, there will be a very dangerous position. You should not accept anything, expect anything auspicious. See? Then Haridasa Thakura got up to leave and the Madaras, the masters of Gopala Chakravarti, immediately kicked him out and dismissed him from their service. So immediately he got kicked out, no? See? And dismissed from the service. With all the members of the assembly, the two Majumadaras fell at the lotus feet of Haridas Thakur. Haridas Thakur was smiling, however, and he spoke in a sweet voice. None of you are at fault, he said. Indeed, even this ignorant so-called Brahmana is not at fault, for he is accustomed to dry speculation and logic. One cannot understand the glories of the holy name simply by logic and argument. Therefore, this man cannot possibly understand the glories of the holy name. All of you may now go to your homes. May Lord Krishna bestow his blessings upon you all. Do not be sorry because of my being insulted. From this statement by Haridasa Thakura, it is understood that a pure Vaishnava never takes anyone's insults seriously. This is the teaching of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. 
one should chant the holy name of the lord in a humble state of mind thinking oneself lower than the straw in the street one should be more tol tolerant than a tree devoid of all sense of false prestige and ready to offer all respects to others in such in such a state of mind one can chant the holy name of the lord constantly a vaishnava is always tolerant and submissive like trees and grass he tolerates insults offered by others for he is simply interested in chanting the holy name of the lord without being disturbed then hiranyadasa majumdara returned to his home and ordered that gopala chakravarti not be admitted therein within 3 days that brahmana was attacked by leprosy and as a result his highly raised nose melted away and fell off see the reaction 3 days hmm his nose fell off the brahmana's toes and fingers were beautiful like golden colored champaka birds but because of leprosy they were all withered and gradually melted away see that seeing the condition of gopala chakravarti everyone was astonished everyone praised the influence of haridasa thakura and offered him obeisances okay she blessed him a great devotee this is what krishna does although haridasa thakura as a vaishnava did not take seriously the brahmana's offense the supreme personality of godhead could not tolerate it and thus he made the brahmana suffer the consequences for that a characteristic of a pure devotee is that he excuses any offense by an ignorant rascal a, a characteristic of krishna however is that he cannot tolerate blasphemy of his devotees the characteristic of a vaishnava and the characteristic of the lord mentioned in this verse are very significant in his shikshastaka 3 shri chaitanya mahaprabhu has taught the characteristics of a vaishnava a vaishnava strictly follows this principle of being humbler than the grass and more tolerant than a tree expecting no honor from others but offering honor to everyone in this way a vaishnava is simply interested in chanting about the supreme personality of godhead and glorifying him haridas takura epitomized this foremost order of vaishnavism krishna however cannot tolerate any insults or blasphemy against a vaishnava for example pralad maharaj was chastised by his father hiranyakashipu in so many ways but although pralad tolerated this krishna did not the lord therefore came in the form of Nar Rasimha Deva to kill Hiranyakashipu. Good. Similarly, although Srila Haridasa Thakura tolerated the insult by Gopala Chakravarti, Krishna could not. The Lord immediately punished Gopala Chakravarti by making him suffer from leprosy. While instructing Srila Rupa Goswami about the many restrictive rules and regulations for Vaishnavas, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has very vividly described the effects of offenses at the lotus feet of a Vaishnava. 
offending or blaspheming a vaishnava has been described as the greatest offense and it has been compared to a mad elephant when a mad elephant enters a garden it ruins all the creepers flowers and trees similarly if a devotee if a devotee properly executing his devotional service becomes an offender at the lotus feet of his spiritual master or another vaishnava his devotional service is spoiled Haridas Thakur was unhappy when he heard that Brahmana Gopal Gopala Chakravarti had been attacked by leprositas after informing Brahm, Balarama Acharya the priest of Hirana Majumadara he went to Santipura the home of Advaita Acharya Upon so meeting see, so you can see how the you know the brahmana he became he offended hmm? and as a result the reaction he got hmm? yes prabhuji hmm. so therefore we should be very careful you know sometimes krishna creates situation like that so that the other devotees can learn no what what this is is very dangerous hmm? There's nothing auspicious will happen when you start doing this kind of work, correct? He's got dismissed from his work, lost his job, and then three late days later, his beautiful body, the nose fell off, leprosy, hands and all the nails all became blackened. Hmm. and especially when you get leprosy nobody will go near you correct yes hmm. prabhu ji so it's very dangerous to do this kind of thing so gosh you know we have no qualms what they want to do but we carry on our work no yes hmm So okay, is that explain the matter? Who Subramaniam is it? Yes, Prabhu. Thank you so much. Clear? Huh? Yes, Prabhu. Thank you so much. So he has a question. Shri Prabhupada said that devotional service is individual, voluntary, and spontaneous. robert said yes devotional service is individual voluntary and spontaneous but to come to the of course is individual everybody is a spirit soul and is everybody is by constitution servant of krishna that is his constitutional position to serve krishna yes it says that jivere swarupo hoy krishnere nitya das hmm? that is the constitutional position of the jiva is to serve hmm? is it not so that is something that everyone has forgotten so the individual position is to become servant correct so when you forget that and you try to 
change that position instead of becoming seven, then you uh, you get into a lot of trouble, you know. So you can see here, Jivere Swarupo Hoi Krishnere Nityadas. That is the position of the living entity. Yeah. The living entity cannot uh, become master. That's not possible. You know? hmm? The living entity, here, you can see this verses. Explain here. The living entity cannot become master at any point of the time. See here. You want to read this? Yeah, actually, um, Anandini Mataji, if you would like to read, please. Yes, Prabhu, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. O Supreme, o Supreme Eternal, if the embodied living entities were eternal and all pervading like you, then they would not be under your control. But if the living entities are accepted as, uh, as minute energies of your lordship, then they are at once subject to your supreme control. Therefore, real liberation entails surrender by the living entities to your, to your control, and that surrender will make them happy. In that constitutional position, only can they be controllers. Therefore, men with limited knowledge who advocate the monistic theory that God and living entities are equal in all, in all respects are actually guided by a faulty and polluted opinion. So this is the point. So we are all individuals. That's also said by Krishna, you know. Hmm? Yes. Bhagavad Gita, correct? So here Krishna says, Natvaham Jatur Nasham, Natvame Nime Janadipaha, Nachaiva Nabhavishyamaha Sarvabhayamataha Param. See this? We are individual. Can you see this? Hmm? Never was there a time when I did not exist, nor you, nor all these kings, nor in the future shall any one of us cease to be. So we are always individually because we're spirit soul. Yeah? And we are, our position is servant of Krishna. And also, we are part and parcel of Krishna. Hmm? 
मामयांश जीवलोके जीवभूत सनातन मास्त्रेन्द्रिय मन शस्त्रेन्द्रिया प्राकृति स्थान लिविंग एनिटीज इन दिस कंडीशन वर्ल्ड आर माई अर्टनल फ्रेगमेंटल पार्ट ड्यू टू कंडीशन लाइफ दे आर स्ट्रगलिंग वेरी हार्ड विदेंस विच इंक्लूड द माइंड so eternally we are part and parcel of god our individuality is there as tiny spirit soul one 10000 tip of a hair we cannot change that position so what we are trying to do in this material world is that we are trying to not accept this position as an individual and servant of god so therefore we are covered by maya because of discovering of maya there we are practically you know struggling so hard this is says here because we are covered by maya due to this conditioned life they are struggling very hard with the six senses which include the mind so the moment you don't accept this position as individually servant of krishna then we become con- conditioned and then our struggling our suffering starts miseries this is what individuality is all about hmm and with individuality cannot be taken away because this guys this mayavadi is they say that you become one with god they say they we give up this individualism that's not possible we are eternally individual past present future understand even we go to the brahman effulgence we hang in there we still hang in as a little spark is not that we merge and become completely you know homogeneous no that's not the fact it's explained here hmm explain also in that previous verse ah so try to understand our individualism the very important and everybody is individual not only you or me or everyone the plant the tree the, the you know all the souls that are are there they all are individual because that is the special quality of the soul it's very unique in the sense that it is thought it is individualism Huh? Yes. Yes. And voluntary. Yes. Voluntary. What is the next one? Is this spontaneous? Okay. Voluntary. So that's another point here. Voluntary. Voluntary means that we have a choice. Hmm? So this is our voluntary thing, you know. Where we are? Oh, sorry, it's here.
So this is our this is what our voluntary we are volunt it's all voluntary in the sense that you are given choice. The living entity have by nature this minute independence to choose his own good or bad fortune. So this is voluntary. It's given choice whether he wants to surrender to serve the Lord. Uh, voluntarily, Krishna doesn't influence him that. He's given him that choice, voluntary choice. Whether he wants to voluntarily love the Lord or he wants to voluntarily go the other way and suffer. So that is his choice, voluntary. Krishna does not force someone to surrender, no. Krishna has given his free will, minute independence. Hmm? So if he's intelligent, he will try to surrender to the Lord and do some, uh, come back to his constitutional position. But he doesn't want to surrender to the Lord and he wants to become independent, then the consequence is also there. As Krishna says, if you don't listen to me, then you will be lost. Because Krishna's Maya is very powerful. Krishna's Maya is not lightweight. That's why Prabhupada always add the word, the stringent laws of the material nature does not care for anybody. Even if a child touched the fire or a grown-up person touched the fire, it will burn. It will burn. It will not excuse just because a child touched the fire. There's no such thing. So therefore, if we try to misuse our position and try to go with Maya, then the consequence is going to be very, very drastic. You know, as the Lord says, If you don't want to surrender, hmm? Hmm? no one is dear to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, nor is anyone his enemy or friend. But he gives inspiration to those who have not forgotten him and destroys those who have. So, you want to go voluntarily to the Lord or you want to suffer the consequence of trying to become independent from the Lord. That choice is given voluntarily. Whether you want to come out of Maya or you don't. Volunteer, your choice. And spontaneous. Spontaneous can only happen huh? if you get into spiritual life and love the Lord, then yes, you know, spontaneously you build up your loving relationship and you want to do it because it's blissful. 
But if you want to spontaneously go into Maya and neglect all these things, then it's going to be a drastic uh, consequence. Spontaneously, you do sinful activities, uh, going to bad association or by uh, becoming completely covered by the mood of uh, You see here, spontaneously, you, if a human being is engaged in sinful religious activity because of bad association or because of failure to control his senses, huh? he voluntarily, spontaneously, he want to go this way. Then the consequence is going to be very bad. Then such a person will certainly develop a personality full of material desires and thus he become miserly towards others, greedy and always anxious to exploit the body of women. And when the mind is so polluted, one becomes violent, aggressive and without authority of Vedic injunction, slaughters. Innocent animal for sense gratification, worshipping ghosts and spirit, he, the bewildered person falls fully into the grip of unauthorized activities and thus goes to hell. When he receives a material body infected with the darkness mode of nature in such a degraded body, he unfortunately continues to perform inauspicious activities that greatly increase his future unhappiness. Therefore, you again accept a similar material body that what possible happiness can there be for one who engage in activities inevitably terminating in death. Hmm? This is the spontaneous thing to go into Maya. Huh? So if you go into this direction, then the consequence is going to be very bad. Yes. But if you take up this devotional service and if you get into the spontaneous love, that means you perform this uh, Raganuga Bhakti, hmm? then you see how you become rightly situated spontaneously engaging in service, serving the Supreme Personality of God. Yes. Then everything falls in place. But if you don't want to do this, then the consequence is going to be very bad. Yes. So spontaneous loving service is of five kinds, you know. One is relationship as a servant. Huh? So this is the spontaneous love. 
This is spontaneous love here. My dear Sanatan, I have now in detail described devotional service according to the regulated principle. Now hear from me about spontaneous, spontaneous devotional service and its characteristics. So spontaneous devotional service, the original inhabitant of Vrindavan attached to Krishna spontaneously in devotional service. Nothing can compare to such spontaneous devotional service, which is called Ragav Tagatmika Bhakti. When a devotee follows in the footsteps of the devotees of Vrindavan, his devotional service is called Raganuga Bhakti. Hmm? When one becomes attached to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, according to one's natural inclination to love him and is fully absorbed in thoughts of the Lord, that state is called transcendental attachment and devotional service according to that attachment is called ragatmika or spontaneous devotional service. The primary characteristic of this spontaneous love is deep attachment for the Supreme Personality of Godhead, absorption in thought of Him in marginal characteristic. Absorption in thought of Him is a marginal characteristic. The spontaneous, the, the devotional service consists of raga. Deep attachment is called ragatmika, spontaneous loving service. If a devotee covers such a position, he is considered to be the most fortunate. Yeah? We can get into this raganuga bhakti. is considered very fortunate. If one follows in the footsteps of the inhabitants of Vrindavan out of such transcendental covetousness, he does not care for the injunctions or reasonings of the Sasra. That's the way of spontaneous love. Hmm? Shla Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur said that a devotee is attracted by the service of the inhabitants of Vrindavan, namely the covet man. Maharaj Nanda, Mother Yasoda, Radharani, the gopis, the cows and the calves. And one devotee is attracted by the service rendered by an eternal servitor of the Lord. This attraction is called spontaneous attraction. Technically, it is called Swarupa Upalabdi. The stage is not achieved in the beginning. In the beginning, one has to render service strictly according to the regulated principles set forth by the revealed scriptures and the spiritual master. By continuously rendering service through the process of Vaidhi Bhakti, one's natural inclination is awakened, gradually awakened. And this is called spontaneous attraction, Raghunuga Bhakti. Hmm? An advanced devotee situated on the, on the platform of spontaneity is already a very expert in sastric injunction, logic, and argument. When it comes to the point of eternal love for Krishna, no one can deviate him from that position, either by argument or by sastric evidence. An advanced devotee has realized his eternal relationship with the Lord and consequently does not accept the logic and arguments of others. Such an advanced devotee has nothing to do with the sahajas who manufacture their own way and commit sins by indulging in illicit sex, intoxication, and gambling, if not meditating. 
Sometimes the sages imitate advanced devotees and live in their own whimsical way, avoiding the principles set down in the revealed scriptures. Unless one follows the six Goswamis, Rupa Sanatan, Raghunath Bhatta, Sijiva Gopala Bhatta, and Raghunath Das, one cannot be a bona fide spontaneous lover of Krishna. In this condition, in this connection, Srila Narutam Das Thakur says, Rupa Raghunata Pade Haibe Akuti Kabe Hama Bujabha Bujhaba Se Yugala Priti. The Sahaja's understanding of the loving affairs between Radha and Krishna is not bona fide because they do not follow the principle laid down by the six Goswami. The illicit connection and the imitation of the dress of Rupa Goswami, as well as the avoidance of the prescribed models of real scripture, revealed scriptures will lead them to the lowest regions of hell. These imitative sahajas are cheated and unfortunate. They are not equal to advanced devotees, paramahamsas, debauchees, and paramahamsas are not on the same level. Devotional service in spontaneous love is vividly expressed and manifested by the inhabitants of Vrindavan. Devotional service that accord with their devotional service is called Raganuga Bhakti or devotional service following in the wake of spontaneous loving service. So here you can see the an advanced devotee realizes, realized devotee here about the affairs of the devotees of Vrindavan in the mellow of Santaras, Dasyaras, Sakyaras, Vatsalyaras, and Madhuryaras. And in become inclined in many in one of these ways and intelligence become attracted and that he begins to cover the particular type of devotion when such covertness is awakened one's intelligence no longer depends on the instruction of the sastra reveal scripture on logic and argument it's the fact when you got krishna you don't care of anything else so you can see i've tried to explain individualism voluntary thing and i also Spontaneity. Of course, these things are also there. The uh, Mayavadis try to relinquish their individuality uh, by merging with God. The uh, so-called karma yogis, they want to enjoy the karma, they want to enjoy their individuality by denying the existence of God so they can enjoy their senses. The, 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 the uh, Mayavadis, they try to, to merge with God to relinquish their individuality. And of course, the devotees, they are interested in coming to the proper perspective of using their individualism as rightfully a servant of Krishna. So that is individuality. And voluntary, yes, you're given choice. You want to misuse or you want to surrender, that's voluntary, you know, uh, independence and of course spontaneity. You want to go and be with Maya, then you lose everything. Maya covers you and you have to suffer repeated birth and death. That's your spontaneity with Maya. On the other hand, if you come to Krishna, you come back to your original position, either as a servant or you as a 
perceive as a Santarashmin neutral. You see Lord as great, very, you know, transcendental personality. Then you have relationship as servant, relationship as friend, relationship as a parent, and relationship as either a marriage situation or loving situation as a gopis. So all these five kinds of relationship are there. So your choice, whichever way you want to go, these three things will always be there. So better to become Krishna conscious and save ourselves from so many problems. To give up our false ego. Our false ego is what that's giving us all this, you know, breeding ground of so many doubts. That's the false ego. Surrender to pure devotee is the solution. Yes. Have I explained that? Yes. Is it clear? Yes, Prabhu. All right, so one more question. Huh? Prabhu, my question is how to deal with uh, laziness? How to ensure that it doesn't come in our service? So how to stay, uh, we'll say, enthusiastically active. So that we have discussed. If you seriously perform your spiritual program, uh, the morning program especially, then you will come to the mode of pure goodness. So when you come to the mode of pure goodness, and you will be free from the mode of passion and ignorance, especially the mode of Ignorance, it promotes laziness, you know. This ignorant thing promotes laziness. You can see here. That's why Krishna warned us, you know, you steer away from the mode of passion and ignorance. Because this passion and ignorance, uh, they bring about all these bad qualities. Hmm? Intolerant anger, stinginess, speaking without scriptural authority, violent hatred, living as a parasite, hypocrisy, chronic fatigue, quarrel, lamentation, delusion, unhappiness, depression, sleeping too much, false expectation, fear. And you can see this word. What is that? Uh, laziness. laziness. Consider the major qualities of the mode of ignorance. So when you go into the mode of passion and ignorance, then all this thing will come. That's why we want to stay away from this. Then we must very, very strictly follow the morning program. 
so that this mode of passion and ignorance will not enter into our consciousness? Yes? Yes, Prabhupada. Mm. So that's why uh, morning every day, every day, every day we must wake up and every day, every day we must do. That way we'll become free. Mm? Yes? Yes, Prabhupada. So you don't want to do this and then you want to become spiritually uh, what? Huh? How does that will work? Hmm? So the moment you become strong spiritually, then all the good qualities manifest. Pertain to material intelligence, not to spiritual. By development of material goodness, one can conquer the mode of passion and ignorance. By cultivation of transcendental goodness, one may be free. One may free oneself even from material goodness. So to come to the transcendental goodness, you must practice this morning program. Hmm? Yes, please. Yes, then you won't become lazy. You cannot become lazy because it says here, once you uh, go above the mode of goodness, then you always, you know, Bhagavad Gita, you know. Correct. Then you become Brahma Bhuta, Prasnatma, then you are no more lazy. Na sochite, na kanchite, samaha sarveshu bhuteshu, mad bhakti labate param. One who is first transcendentally situated, the one realizes Supreme Brahman and becomes fully joyful. Where's the question of becoming lazy when you're joyful? He never laments or desires to have anything. He is equally disposed to a living entity. In that state, he attains pure devotional service unto me. So when he comes to that stage of actually getting enlivened, then you see Krishna sitting in the heart. Oh. Krishna sitting in the heart, he makes things very, you know, always engaging the activities of devotional service. Devotees feel ever increasing fresh. Huh? And new in all activities. They feel everything is fresh. Increasingly fresh, not just fresh, increasing. And you also feel everything new, you know. The all knower, the super soul within the heart of the devotee makes everything increasingly fresh. In other words, if you would want to escape laziness, then you must take shelter of the supreme personality guarded through the spiritual master. Then you will get the strength, the knowledge and the strength. And not only that, Krishna is in the heart. When you connect with Krishna, then if you are relishing the bliss of being with Krishna, then now you get all these bad qualities. Hmm? Just like Guru Maharaj, the moment he saw the Lord, he said, I don't want anything anymore. Finish. I don't want, I am fully satisfied. 
Yes. Yes, bro. So that is what we should do. That's why first step is sadhana bhakti and then getting connected to the spiritual master, one thing after the other thing. Yes? Yes, bro. Hmm? You cannot fight Krishna's Maya with your own speculation. That's not work. You only fight, you can only overcome Maya by Krishna's mercy. That we have to understand. Because this Maya is Krishna's Maya. You understand? And this Maya is always trying to attract the living entity. The mind naturally gets attracted to Maya. This is how it made. So in order to protect, we must take up the Krishna conscious process with the help of our spiritual master. Only then you can overcome Krishna's Maya. Hmm. And Maya, laziness you saw, that's the last thing in a mode of ignorance. You can lazy, lethargic, no mood, tired. Huh? Correct? Yes, bro. Hmm? Symptom. So we have to be very alert. Huh? Yes, bro. Is it clear? Yes, bro. It's very clear. Hmm. Any other questions? All right, so we will stop here, I guess. Huh? Anybody else have got anything else to add? So many of you are here. What? What is that? Any anybody? I'd like to thank all of you of you participating. Thank you so much for your association, Pro. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. So thank you all for spending your time with us, giving me a chance to speak about Krishna. So please. Thank you so much for your wonderful association. Mm -hmm. So try to understand Krishna consciousness very is simple. very simple. But if you want to make it complicated, then many problems will come. Correct? Yes. So the best thing is to follow the spiritual master very seriously. Whatever he says, and you don't know, you associate with devotees who are seriously practicing, then by learning from them, you will also become spiritually strong. Correct? Yes. Hmm? You try to swim alone, it's going to be tough. Huh? Somebody has got something in the chat. Okay. The all good. Is there temple devotees association in Pune?
So who is who is this Driti? Can you speak? Where are you from, sir? Driti. Hare Krishna, Prabhu. Uh, you well, you're from Pune. Yeah, I'm now living in Pune currently. You're staying in Pune, huh? Yes. Hmm. So I think Pavitra, you are there. Pavitra. Hello. Yeah, you yes. can uh, help this Mataji. She's in Pune. Pune, yeah? yes. how you say? Yes, please. Uh, you contact her. She, she, you can leave your number behind, Mataji. Yes, kindly. Uh, you can send me personally. Uh, you can send by. Uh, yeah, you can take her contact details and try to help her. Hmm? Yes, please. Thank you for coming and joining us. Huh? Thank you, Prabhu. Is this your first time? I've attended a couple of sessions before. Oh, yeah, I've attended a couple. Very nice. So, you like the sessions? Uh, yeah, uh, yes, Prabhu. And I'm mute. Very good. So, you contact Pavitra, she will guide you more and more. Huh? And she will also lead you to all those people who are somewhere in Pune. Is there anybody else in Pune? Pavitra? One Mataji was also new, but she's new, was asking the number. I mean, was asking contact of another devotee. I can connect them both. Mm. So you connect them both? Huh? Yes. It will be very nice for her to have association. Hmm? Yes. And you can guide them also. Hmm? Yes, sir. So, yes. Any other questions? Any other realizations? Hmm. I guess everybody is a little shy to speak. Huh? Okay. All right. Satyam Sharma. Satyam Sharma is attending for the first time, Prabhu. Satya Dharma, huh? Satyam Sharma Prabhuji. Satyam Sharma. Is it first time? Satyam Sharma Prabhu? Okay. Okay. No. I attended earlier as well. Hmm. He's been here around, I think. Hmm? No, I have attended previously also. Oh, so he says he has attended previously. Where is she hmm. from? This Satyam, where yeah. are you from, Prabhu? You want to unmute? You want to unmute yeah. and speak? Huh? Where are you from? Satyam Prabhu, is it possible for you to unmute and uh, use the mic and share a few words? If not, you can chat. Currently, I'm living in Hyderabad. Oh, he's from Hyderabad. So he has been uh, attending our sessions quite a bit, huh? So good, at least coming around. Uh, other devotees are there also in Hyderabad. They can... Hare Krishna Prabhu, he is currently in our youth group for now. Oh, he's in your youth group, huh? Yes, Prabhu. Very good. So thank you. Thank you for your participation. Hmm? Thank you so much for your association, Prabhu. Hare Krishna, thank you, Prabhu. All glories to all of you, all glories to Prabhupada. Thank you very much for joining into this program.
had to work on my visa and come to pondicherry hmm? so yes. we are eagerly waiting to have a association especially uh, yeah. now that the lockdown has opened up yeah i guess more, then, to start trying open to up travel between india and singapore yeah yeah now everything is becoming eased up huh? i have to yes, apply for my uh, visa and try to see how we can come huh? yes prabhu please do so eagerly waiting <laughs> yeah um, i also have not come to india for more than two and a half years eh? two years over huh? I left in the last time. I mean, what I heard from devotees was that the last time you had come was in 2020. March, yeah. And that was yeah. before I came to ISKM. <laughs> wow, you have been around for two years already, yeah? Yes, Prabhu. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> <laughs> time yeah. flies. Okay, I'll try to come and take shelter of you. We have your association. Huh? We have Rajveshwar Prasadas Prabhuji attending the session. Who? Uh, Rajveshwar Das Prabhu. Uh, where is he from? Uh, yeah, we'd like to hear Prabhuji. Actually, if you are, if you can unmute yourself and introduce yourself, we would be eager to listen to you. Rajeshwar, huh? Yeah. He's not speaking. Hello. He's not talking. Okay. Maybe he wants to be. Oh, he's writing. I'm in a public area. Oh, uh, so he can't talk. Where are you from, Prabhu? Hope you like the session, Prabhu, and you would continue to join. I can't answer. No unmute. issues, no problem. So, where are you from? I mean, yeah, I could just. <clears throat> You can write. Where are you from? From Bangalore. Oh, you're from Bangalore. Oh, very nice. So you Excellent. can, um, yeah, Bangalore. This is the first time you're on this class. Oh, okay. first time is coming. So thank you, thank you for joining in. Hmm? Maybe you can leave your number. You can get. Uh, Devotees should talk to you when you can, when you have the time. Hmm? Couple of devotees are from Bangalore here. You can uh, contact them. I think uh, who is uh, from Bangalore here? Sanatan. Who else? Hmm? Oh, Pavitra Mataji has his number. Okay, great. Uh, do we? Do we? We do have his number. Okay, good, great then. So okay then, very nice of you joining our program. Thank you very much. Thank you very okay. much. Okay. Thank you. Any other new person? Pritu. Pritu is new, ah. Huh? Pritu, how how are you, Pritu? Pritu just got initiated, eh? Sami Saran Saranpa. Sami Saranpa. Yes, Prabhu. He is our. He is in our youth group. He's from Finland. From Finland, na? Yes, Prabhu. Oh, he's what? Uh, fin Finnish? Yes, I'm from Finland. You are Finnish? 
Yes, Prabhu. Oh. Half Finnish, half Turkish. Half Finnish, half Turkish, yeah? Yes. Mm. How you like our program? Yes, it's whole ISKM community is so amazing. Oh, that's nice. So try to open an ISKM branch in Finland. Yes, Prabhu. Yes. And I hope I can soon come to visit some temples in Singapore, oh, India. Yes, we'll be very glad to host you. <laughs> so good, very good. Thank you. Thank you for supporting us. Hmm? Thank you. Very nice. How old are you? I'm 22. Oh, what are you doing? Uh, at the moment, working from home and not much. Oh. Practicing and reading mostly oh. and coming to classes. And... Your parents are devotees? No problem. Oh, there's a little problem, huh? Yes, Prabhu. I haven't been in contact with my parents in many years. Oh, really? You're staying alone now? Yes, Prabhu. Oh, then you can become full-time, no? Yes. I actually I actually stay with my wife. Oh, you're married? Yes. Oh, so that's going to be a little difficult, huh? Yes, yes, Prabhu. Okay, you carry on your householder life and see how huh? you can... Yes, Prabhu. Help uh, spread our ISKM there in Finland. Huh? Yes, I'll try to do my best. Mm. Then you can keep in touch. Who you who you keep in touch with? Uh, with the Hare Krishna League, with the junior devotees and Ayappa Prabhu. He introduced oh. me to the ISKM. Mm, very nice. So you can contact, uh, you like, you can contact us. We can see how we can guide you to... Maybe open a temple there, no? Yes, Prabhu. So you leave me your number, and then I can call you sometime. Hmm? Okay, Prabhu. Thank uh, you, Prabhu. Who has his number? Ayapa, is it? Yes, yes. Prabhu. So you please take his number down, huh? And forward it to me. Hmm? Sure, Prabhu. Thanks, thanks. So, okay, I guess I have to say... Goodbye to all of you and try to meet you again as soon as I can. Hmm? Very wonderful evening. Thank you for giving me some chance to be of some service. All glories to Prabhupada. Hare Krishna.